0: Thriving in Singleness, episode four.
1: This is the Thriving in Singleness podcast, where it's not about surviving, but thriving in this chapter of your life. Here's your host,
0: Tom DeLong. Hello, everybody. I thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Today, I have my friend Gabe McMullen. I've known him for a long time. I actually went to a youth group with him way back in the day. And Gabe is honestly one of my favorite people. Um, He is a photographer, he's phenomenal at what he does. And what impresses me most is not just his work, but the fact that when he decided that he wanted to get into photography, he's just like, okay, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to go for it. And there's some people who might start charging immediately, trying to make an income off of it right off the bat. But he just he just willed his career into existence. I mean, he went around to a bunch of people, hey, can I do a, a shoot for you? And, and didn't even charge them, didn't expect anything in return, and just went around, took tons of photos, which it was an awesome move, which, for one, you got a lot of people that really... Advocated you, advocated for you to help you get started in your career, and also, you know, building a portfolio, and living in a what I feel is somewhat of an entitled generation. It was really cool to see how you didn't feel entitled to anything. You just went for it. So not to steal any of your thunder, Gabe. That's kind of like yeah. what I've observed from you and your career getting that going. And and also I want to kind of, you know, talk you up a little bit because you're a more humble person than I am. Oh, thanks. And I really and so I, I really want to kind of give you that baseline. And, you know, tell us about how you got into your photography career. I mean, what inspired you with that?
1: Oh, well, uh, thank you, Tom. I've, that's quite the introduction. Um, man, yeah. So, uh, my name's Gabe. I've, um, man, I it's hard, it's hard to describe like what was the inspiration for, for photography. I think for me, I was going through a season in life, uh, about five years ago where I was just like not sure what I wanted to do. So I was like doing video editing, writing. I was blogging like once a week or twice a week and just like, I took a creative writing course at a local community college and just like trying to find this like creative outlet to just like express who I was. And photography ended up being it because I was going on a road trip from New Mexico to Colorado, flying out to visit a friend, and then just like travel. And I kind of got like addicted to the social media likes on like Instagram, like getting like 30, 40 likes out of nowhere. It was just like super surreal and like endorphins getting released. But Yeah. When I came back to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, which um, I'm not sure how many of your listeners know of the area, but it is a very small hole in the wall city west of Philadelphia and it just has amazing people. And so when I came back from this road trip of photographing mountains and getting validation from that, I just started taking pictures of my friends and kind of like sharing their stories and just going through this journey of discovering what kind of photography I wanted to do and pursue. And that was, you know, fall of 2016 and from, no, sorry, 2015, fall of 2015. So all of 2016 is when I kind of pursued financial means of photography and making money through it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like you're doing a lot of traveling for a while. You're going to Iceland pretty much like every year or something like that, it seemed. And like, what are some of the cool places you got to go? What are your, what are your favorites?
1: Yeah, Um Fortunately, because of being a photographer and uh, right now I mostly shoot weddings. And so there's a lot of freedom to travel in the winter. And so I think like 2017 uh, was my big year for traveling or one of the big years. Um, I did Iceland in January, Oregon for three weeks. I might have done California that year. I don't remember. I've been there a handful of times. And then I did Norway and Iceland again in the winter of 2017. But then, like since then, I've done like Hawaii, Oregon again. I drove to Alaska from Colorado. I've been to the Faroe Islands. I've been to Italy. I've been, oh man, just like yeah, California a couple times. I've driven to Texas, Asheville, North Carolina. Like all of these pretty incredible places in the states in their own in their own means.
0: Yeah, well, that's awesome. I mean, and recently I hear you got into a relationship. Recently. Congratulations on that. That's very exciting. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's it's been been fun. But I I mean, I feel you've always been very career focused and, you know, recently bought a house. That's awesome. It's a huge, like, it's a big accomplishment in itself. But when you're self-employed, it's even bigger because... I know that banks demand a lot more on the back end to show that you can qualify to get a house and everything. So it's yeah. really cool you're able to do that. Uh, it was and right stressful. Now, I, mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I totally believe it. You probably had to get a lot of paperwork to quick to show quick tangent.
1: So Tom and I, um, Tom's brother Sam and I, play Magic the Gathering, which is a card game. So I sold mm-hmm. like a ton of Magic cards to help buy the house, oh. like around three oh, grand man. worth. And so, they were very adamant about finding the documentation for where I've even purchased these cards. So, I ended up (laughs) having to print off 40 PDFs for them, 8 pages each of the documentation of like my purchase history of cards over the last like 5 or 6 years. So, my goodness, just like when in doubt, drown them in paperwork.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way to do it. Oh, that's insane. That's really cool. You got your own place. Uh, You've been doing a lot of work to it. That's really exciting. Um, and with, with your career, I mean, you're, you're now, as you mentioned, doing weddings, you're, you know, very, you're, you're, I would consider a high dollar photographer because you're really amazing at what you do. And, and so you're, you're charging what you're worth. And you know, what, what do you say in those years of building your career? What, what do you feel was most helpful in, in building the career to where it is today?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think For me, the thing that I'll always kind of resonate back to is community and the people that you bring around side of you. Very early on, um, as a photographer, I decided to take this like huge leap of faith and start investing in that community. And so I started renting a co-working space called Hingework in downtown Lancaster. And so to me, that was a huge risk because it was, you know, a couple hundred dollars extra a month that I didn't really have. And what it allowed me to do was to, have access to other wedding photographers, v- wedding videographers and commercial photographers, and just get like all this extra insight and be able to bounce questions and ask for advice, uh where I normally would not be able to have that. And in doing so, it just like, I was able to like grow faster, I felt. And you know, not only that, it was primarily a Christian community as well. Uh So we've you know, prayed for each other before trips or while we're going through hard times, and you know, we've talked a lot about relationships with some of those guys. And to me, it's just super special to have people in your life that are willing to take a step away from their career or their job for that day and just like be present with you in something that is hard that you're going through. So that happened like middle of 2017. I thought I was only going to be there for a month because I was like kind of stressed out about some stuff. And then I just haven't left since and I don't I don't ever foresee myself leaving that studio until, you know, maybe someday I have my own studio or co-working space or I move out of the area. It's kind of up in the air at this point, but I'm very content where I'm at there.
0: Okay. Awesome. And with with your career, like I've always observed you like throughout building your career, I didn't really See you in relationships. You always seem to be single during that time, Mm -hmm. and you're you're one of the people that that definitely were at the top of my mind when it came to people doing cool things while they were single. And 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 for one, uh, let's without putting a number on on a scale of one to ten, I mean, how do you describe yourself as far as when you were single, how content you were? Because I know there's a lot of people that are really good at being content with being single. I was definitely not one of them. were you pretty comfortable living your single life or were you not so excited about it, but more career focused? Kind of where did you land on that playing field?
1: Yeah. As, as a, on a scale of one to 10, it was about a one of uh, being content. Um, okay. When when you're a, a hopeless romantic that would love to be married and raise a family uh, and photograph weddings, it can be pretty heavy, like oh, that's after brutal. a wedding. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Uh, it's not something that I really thought about going into it, but it was actually pretty it still is pretty challenging going through that uh, like process of like, you know, there it's like twofold. It's like on the wedding day, you're the photographer, you're there all the time. Everyone's stoked to see you. Everyone's happy to be around you. And then you go home and then like you're driving one to two hours away, uh like kind of depressed and like, wow, that was super fun. I felt like needed throughout the whole day. And now I have to spend an hour and a half just like alone, not going home to anyone. It's like, It's kind of rough, but those people that I talked about being around have been super helpful to just like decompress with and kind of vent with, you know, you can take those situations and just like kind of drown in them. Uh, I try not to, I I give myself that drive home and that's about it. (laughs) And then I wake up and (laughs) kind of continue on with my life. But yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I I definitely did spend like four and a half, five years, like in and out of small relationships here and there, but just like generally pretty single
0: okay and what do you think helped you through those struggles the most it sounded like you surround yourself with great community that were able to work with you on on what what struggles you had and it's okay to struggle with singleness i mean that's yeah. is a perfectly normal thing to seek out that companionship but it's how you how you manage it how you react to it and and where you put that trust and like do you do you feel like you've you've ever gotten to a point where it's like you know I'm I'm just going to trust God in this I'm going to go for it like what what's your background in that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, one of the people who's just been like a second father to me and like a general counsel uh, is the guy that runs the studio, Mark Buckwalter. He's just always constantly saying things like, "All right, you're just trying to control this situation or control this relationship." It's like I just need you to have like an open hand towards God to allow this relationship or being single or just like your future wife in his hands and then like press into what you're doing now that way you can like you know whether that's your career or just like dating or, or whatever it is like you can press into what you're doing and so you can kind of put that like forth that that thought of marriage or a wife like on the not on the back burner but just like not at the front of your mind and i think he, he would always ask me these questions like, all right, well, if you were married a year ago, where do you think you would be? Like, do you think you would have been able to do all these travelings? Uh, Or would you be able to buy this house? Like, that's pretty important to think about too. Like if I were married during the middle of COVID, I don't know what would have happened. Like, because not only am I supporting myself, but then a spouse and then like a mortgage, all these, maybe, I don't know, all of these things that you're just like, all right, I wouldn't have the freedom to go do and see these things or, or live this certain way without a wife or sorry, with a wife, I wouldn't be able to do that. And I think, I think it's important to build your foundation before you get married. Because if you don't have like, if you're not mentally, spiritually, physically healthy before you get married, that kind of stuff is just going to like, Drown into your marriage and just like overwhelm you, and it's gonna take uh, a lot of time to work through. I think, like especially like emotional pain and emotional healing, definitely needs to happen on the individual level first. And if it doesn't, it's just gonna be projected onto the relationship.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's very important to get that foundation, be confident in in who you are, uh, your long term vision before getting that point in your life. I mean, for anybody that misses that, they they're they're missing a big one. And with looking at your career, it's like, you know, where would you be right now? I mean, I faced similar situation where I was leading young life. I was doing a lot of cool things and I I really Mm -hmm. had a blast with everything I was doing. And even I I was very discontent with Mm -hmm. being single at that time. However, it's like, I wouldn't, be able to do those cool things like all that <laughs> stuff I wouldn't be able to be doing those things if I was married and so I was mm-hmm. able to really accomplish and, and maximize for the most part my singleness and I think my my desire to get married inhibited very much of it and there's probably even some lost opportunity in there as well uh, I know I was mm-hmm. I wasn't as career focused as I was marriage focused. I mean, that was one mm. big reason I moved back from California. I wanted to get married and provide for a wife and kids someday. But, you know, building a career like you have, I mean, you've you've been able to do that as a single person and build that strong foundation in what you're doing and, and gain a lot of momentum with that. What else is that your forethought when it comes to singleness? Like, do you feel like your career has, and, and the pursuit of your career has helped you a lot in singleness? Because I... On the outside, it looks like it's given you a lot of purpose. You're a totally different person than what I knew from you long ago Mm -hmm. in youth group and even for a while thereafter. Uh, I mean, how would you describe the difference between before and after you started your photography career?
1: Yeah, I think the book that changed my life was uh, a book by Donald Miller called A Million Miles in a Thousand Years, where it's all about story and like, how do you write a better story for yourself? And so to me, I read that and was like almost in tears because I'm like, all right, my life is pretty boring right now. I'm working in food service, I'm not really, I have no ambition, no motivation. And he talks a lot about finding your purpose and being fulfilled that way. And so, I was just in the spot where, you know, all right, I needed a change in my, in my career or in my life. And so I had applied for a job out in San Diego, ended up not getting that job, started pursuing photography. And so the, this other like basic premise of the the book is make your life interesting. Now, this book is not a book on relationships, but if you make your life interesting or write it, write your story and write your life like you would a book, people are going to want to read it. And so when people want to read it, they want to be around you. If there's somebody of the opposite sex, maybe they want to start dating you. It's it's something like that. So for me, one of my things has just been like, all right, do something that's interesting and do something that scares you that is challenging. And so things that I never thought I would do, like rock climbing, um, buy a motorcycle, crash a motorcycle, buy a second motorcycle. (laughs) Um, Just like all of these, like traveling as much as I have, like sleeping in an airport, things that are exciting to some scary to others are all things that have scared me in the past um running a business is super scary especially during covid and just like this meltdown that's happened this year but when you do hard things you're going to grow and if you don't grow people aren't going to want to be around you so i think that's that's been like the biggest shift it's been like a mental shift for me then i mean you know on a on a like a foundation level as well like my relationship with christ has just been so different from you know, 10 years ago where I was just like tired of being in church with my family, just trying to do whatever I could to get out of church, not spending time in scripture. And and then, you know, I think it was about five and a half, six years ago, you know, I started meeting this really amazing group of friends and they all went to church. And so, I started going to church because of... You know, guys go to church for two reasons. I think I've said this a thousand times. Okay. Uh, they either to be fed to be fed the word or to meet girls. And so I went to meet girls and <laughs> did not meet anybody super special there. But it was it helped get me back on this path towards following Christ and spending time in Scripture and spending time journaling and just like being around other believers and just encouraging them and being encouraged. That's
0: awesome. So before and before you got into photography, you mentioned like getting Mm -hmm. doing food service and you had a lot of unhealthy habits and um do you feel like your your journey in singleness as you you had these two different stages do you feel like your attitude towards it has changed from before you really got into Mm -hmm. got into photography and then yeah how how has it changed from before and after photography
1: yeah so before You know, I guess I'll start from like at age 20. I'm, I'm 30 now. So at 20, I was extremely overweight, very depressed, anxious, borderline alcoholic in some ways, dropped out of college with a 0.08 GPA, just like not in a, in a healthy mindset, really. And I think spending time with Christ had shifted that a lot. And so on top of getting spiritually healthy, I was getting physically healthy as well. I think, you know, when I dropped out of college, I was around 315, just huge. And I mean, you know, in high school at youth group and stuff, I was pretty hefty as well. And then, you know, 2014, I think is when I started going to the gym with some friends early in the morning, kind of changing some habits And through several years and different like diet programs and just exercise really is what it comes down to, I've been able to lose around 90 pounds. So I'm around 215 now, which is great. So it's like Mm -hmm. it kind of like it all kind of ebbs and flows together where it's like your mental state is heavily impacted by your relationship with Christ, at least for me. And then your physical shape as well. Like where, how active are you being is super important as well, I think. Because I mean, it's it's twofold. It's like you feel more confident and then people
0: are likely more attracted to you as well. And what is your advice to people who might be in the stage of where you were like prior to building a career in photography? What's your advice to them? And then... You know, follow that up with what's your advice to people who who are in their career and have surrounded themselves with good people and might still be having struggles in singleness. What what is your advice to people in each of those groups? As you've mm-hmm. you've been in both of both scenarios. Yeah, I think
1: um, if I'm thinking about somebody that is you know not confident, maybe a little bit overweight, and just like not super career focused. I would just say like get outside and do something. Find something that makes you happy. Just work on yourself and just like kind of forget about being married as hard as that is to say. Because like well, I guess I don't know. I, I wasn't really thinking about being married when I was twenty five or before I was twenty five and just like a mess. I was just focused on like playing video games and stuff is terrible. Yeah. I think my, my advice for both of those is like, try to find what gives you life. Try to find what gives you purpose. A lot of the times it comes down to following what the Lord wants you to do because when you follow what like Jesus has for you, somebody's going to come alongside of you at some point and say, Hey, I really like what you're doing. I'd like to do that with you. Whether that's a spouse, uh, a potential spouse or other guys or girls that are really solid friends and then you'll find purpose in doing life with them.
0: Okay. That's really awesome. And as we kind of wrap up here, do you have a favorite verse or maybe even a verse that's been impacting you recently?
1: Yeah. So, I'm not one of those Christians that just like has a a ton of verses that I love and I don't know, I just never am terrible at memorizing. So, uh, I've been reading Proverbs lately and so, Well, yeah, we started my Bible study started reading Ecclesiastes, which is like Solomon with wisdom without God at the center of his life and Proverbs is wisdom with God at the center of his life. So it's uh, I wanted to like compare the two and um, Proverbs is way better (laughs) because Ecclesiastes is super like super depressing. But I've been reading um, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Uh, Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. And to me, it's just like that reassurance of like, we're not supposed to try and do this all on our own. Um, And to, to me, it's like, I didn't have understanding of who my identity was, you know, years ago. And when you realize that your identity is not in like this, necessarily this earthly body, but it's in Christ, then you have a lot more freedom and fearlessness to go and do things.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely true. It's when you can just totally trust in God and his purpose and you are entirely relying on him, it opens up so many possibilities and it's so essential for for living an incredible life is is trusting God in, in the next steps and that it's going to be okay and seeking him above all other things. And so, yeah, uh, you know, I, I really, really appreciate you joining me for this today, man. It's been so great talking to you. Uh, is, Is there a good way that my listeners would be able to find you either on social media or even get in touch with you, you know, see your photography work and, and maybe reach out to you about it?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, my Instagram is probably the best way to reach out to me and I answer all direct messages. Um, my Instagram is Gabe McMullen, M C M U L L E N. Uh, I'm pretty active on there. Not so much posting, uh, on my feed, but stories. Um, it's just super fun, like documenting quick little tidbits of life with friends
0: yeah fantastic and it's always fun just putting it out there and just sharing life that's one thing i <laughs> yeah. love i love sharing my travels sharing what's going on in my life yeah. so that's uh, awesome hopefully anybody that thinks you have a really cool story will kind of check you out and, and see what you got yeah. going on so you know everyone i really appreciate you joining us for this episode and you know get out there seize the day maximize every chapter in your life we'll see you next episode Thanks for listening to
1: the Thriving in Singleness podcast. Look for new episodes wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.